We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. What if you went into a job Mm -hmm. and you needed to get promoted and then everybody that was up for your job promotion quit? That's how it's been the last few weeks for the Chiefs, and I'm not mad about it. (laughs) Because you got got Aaron Rodgers on the COVID list. That's true. You got uh, Henry Ruggs uh, being out kind of, of a shithead. John Gruden out of there. You got not now. We got Amari Cooper, who's not COVID. not playing for the for the for the Cowboys. And it's not like he's their whole offense. Obviously, Dak and Zeke are the and CD Lamb. CD Lamb. You know, right. they're still deep threats. They're still, but it's the same kind of thing. It's the same kind of thing of like it's just sort of breaking the Chiefs' way. And These if I remember, funny little lucky breaks. Correctly, please correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. In 2019, right, the Chiefs Super Bowl winning season. Yes, I feel like a lot of things started to break their way. Yes, especially towards the end of the season. A lot of a lot of good turnover luck happened uh, towards the end of the season. Teams losing that teams, we needed to lose. Yes, a lot of things just just magically happening in our way. So I don't want to say it's you know we're not gonna we, we were that. patient. We both some of the us were patient. Exact same hands up. Some of us were patient more than others on this show. I have patience. You have patience. You see them every day. <laughs> we made the same fucking joke. Because <laughs> oh, we're simpatico. We're simpatico. You know I mean? uh, welcome to the NFL show brought to you by Debates on Tap. Uh, every Sunday, we break down the NFL. Most of the Chiefs. I'm Brian. I am Brendan. And you do have patience. Thank you. Uh, yeah, dude, the Chiefs are back. I'm just going to say right. it. Well, I'm just going to cool. say it. Well, this has been the NFL show. Uh, Brennan <laughs> ruined the Chiefs season, so you can thank him right in. You're the one talking Debates about. Debates on fans stop, at gmail.com. Stop it. Stop. No, rewind it. We're starting over. If you were in line for promotion, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're, you are you are absolutely correct. There's a The Chiefs have not turned over the ball in two games now. They At all? At all. We have had, but didn't no? McColl... Fu- no, no, I'm just saying, but... Tyreek um, fumbled and caught, caught right. his own fumble. But didn't McColl fumble in the... We have not had bad in fumble. We have not bad... Uh, I know I know. we haven't oh, turned uh, it over, you're but... you're talking about Mike Hughes uh, in the punt return. Was. Yes. But it, offense, it wasn't turning it over. 
even even if it, it was, but a well, pot, yeah, whatever. But well, but I think we've lost possession, but recovered a couple times. Yes, but we've we not had bad turnover. Luck. But that's turnovers going our way, just like you mentioned in the 2019 season. And specifically, the offense has not had turnovers in the past two games. Now, what I want to talk about real quick then I is is I want I want to hear what you want to talk about. Well, you said Pat's. You, well, you didn't say Patrick's back. You said I said the Chiefs. Excuse me, the Chiefs are as back. a whole are back. Now, Patrick struggled with interceptions a little bit. Early on in the Trying season. To do a little too much. As well um, as the team around him was kind of fucking up too. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember his name. Tyree Kill. Travis <laughs> Kelsey. Marcus it's Robinson. A, it's a Diggs on the Dallas Trayvon defense. Diggs. Trayvon Diggs leads the league in interceptions. Yes. Now, not all of those are, are great athletic plays by him. Some of them are horrible throws by quarterbacks. Yes. But it doesn't matter. An interception is an interception because the NFL refuses to change the, <laughs> the stat. They will not. <laughs> so... What I'm, what I would like to see, because I believe Dallas only leads us in takeaways by like five. Like we have like nine, they have yes. like fourteen or and something. That's a, the defense is getting better takeaways too. So our yeah. Chiefs defense, yeah. Like. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm interested to see. Will this be the Chiefs that we've seen for the last two weeks, especially last week we, against the Raiders? Like, like we talked about last week, and like what needed to happen in this Chiefs Raiders game is the Chiefs basically were on a, we have to win this game. And this has to be the turning point. And and I think much like it, you bring up 2019 again. What was the turning point of that season? We lost the Titans in week 10. Got fucked up. And then turned around and just rolled every team after that. I think that was the turning point. Much like I think early on the season, I mean, we, we've, we've talked about ad nauseum, right? Like at times Patrick Mahomes was the issue. At times Tyreek and Travis were the issue. At times other people were the issue, things like that. At times, the defense was the issue. And now, the past several weeks, the defense has been fine. Uh, I, I Too would, good. I would say they've actually been playing on a historic level yes. of of third down conversions. They they have one of the best third down anti-conversion rates in, in the league. Yeah, in, yeah. Not in the league, in, in, in history. history. Right. Which is insane to think I about. I think it's 21 yards uh, over the last like 19 third downs Which they've is allowed. Fu- that, that is, that is Something legit like that. crazy to think about. Um, in, in a game that basically we finally, you know, there are times when the offense looked early on in the season we talked about. The, pa- the first like four weeks of the five weeks of the season, the offense was historic, right? Mm-hmm. But they had turnovers. And the defense was just keeping up for dear life, right? I mean, was not yet clicking. And then it started to flip against, uh, you know, like the Giants, for example, things like that, where then it flipped and it was, the defense was starting to click and it was the offense who was starting to fall off a cliff. In the Raiders game, everything came together and everything clicked. And against a division rival, against a conference rival, against the fucking Fucking Raiders. Raiders... That feels really good, and that feels to me very promising, because I, I think there is a lot to you know. Mahomes brought it up, uh, Chiefs Twitter and Chiefs um, uh, writers and journals and things like that, beat writers and things brought up that the the last throw to ice the Giants game, uh, where Mahomes threw to Tyree Kill, I think it was mm-hmm. to end the game on a you know on he, his running he like ran out, out right. and hucked it to Tyreek. That like seemed to bring about some like get. Mahomes confidence back and then you saw in the in the Raiders game man every everything they tried worked to the tune of 41 points yeah the only the only thing I could say bad about the offense at that 
in that game was that one throw that turned out to be a highlight to Daryl Williams. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk about it. it. I mean, legit. I, I mean, uh, it was a bad throw. It was a bad decision. It was a bad. De- it was it, the, the the touchdown. Yes. I see. I, the throw itself I, was a bad decision. I disagree because I think. And again, Mahomes doesn't talk about. It. No one's really talked about it. But like, I think that was a good decision because Daryl Williams is a really good catching receiver, right? He he is a pretty good catching receiver, and in that game, he caught more than he ran for, right? I I think what happened, and sure, on the right side of the field, you had uh, Kelsey open. I think you had D Rob open on the right side of the field, but when Mahomes broke, I guarantee he saw. Abrams is Abrams, the only yeah. person on Daryl Williams. Yeah. Abrams, we've been lighting him up all game and is not a good safety. He's not a good coverage guy. I guarantee I could put this ball up for Daryl Williams and Daryl Williams will either come down with it or nobody or will. no one will. I can see that. I, that's what I think happened. But he put it in such a place where Williams had to come around his defender yeah. to get in front of it. I mean, he, I mean, he, it was, so it was, it was, over, it was in the touchdown. I'm it just, it was a touchdown. I'm just saying at the time, I don't know about the, I question the decision. I question the placement. See, I, I think your I think your mind is still in pre week 10 chiefs. I, but mind. I've always been this way. I, so the minute he came into the league or start started starting right in 2018 and everybody was like, this is the best thing we've ever seen. Right. I've always been like, can we fucking hold on? <laughs> Can we fucking stop <laughs> right, saying? Right. Because even Cam Newton, right? 2015 right. came out. Uh, I mean, MVP of the league. Yeah, totally. Made it to the Super Bowl or whatever it was. Like, really good quarterback play. But everybody was like, he's the next like big thing, blah, blah. And then the, the years started going by, and he started to decline, well, decline, decline. And the Super Bowl against the Broncos broke him. Broke totally him. broke him. <laughs> but, like, decline, decline, decline. Yeah. And now he's being tossed around as, like, a backup. Can he start here? Can he blah, blah, blah. So look, I, I, I've just always had this thing with Mahomes I where know, I, I love him so much that I, I want people to stop saying mm-hmm. he's the best ever because the more sure, they say it, yeah. the, more, the more people are looking out to be like, he's not this good. And the, <laughs> and the more, like, chances they have to point out, like, how bad stuff is, blah, blah, blah. And then this start of the season sure. was like, Everybody's like, see, blah, 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 Mahomes. And it's like, everybody fucking shut up. Everyone just, just let calm play. down for two seconds. Just yeah, let let the man just play the thing. I do think he's one of the best to do it. I'm just scared myself to admit it because what I'm worth, 10 years is a long time, as we saw with Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I don't want to happen is a year from now or next year or two years from now, we, we're constantly 6 and 11. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, totally. With it, like great games and then awful games. And, and I think... Now that the Chiefs are six and four, they now lead the AFC West. Nope, let's not I forget that. Right we do. I, I think I go back to with Mahomes, with as long as people are doing their jobs on the Chiefs, we will never be truly out of a game. You know what I mean? And sure, there are games where we got blown out and it wasn't pretty, things like that. But I think when Mahomes is his fire breathing dragon self and people are catching the ball. Which was a huge problem with the Bills game. Uh, Titans game was more on Mahomes himself, but um, in the Raiders game, people actually caught the ball. People actually caught the ball. Everyone was doing what they needed to. I, I mean, think that was it, evident with the Williams catch. Correct. Again. And and I think it is fascinating. I and, I and it's one of those things that like that that Williams catch. I would guarantee in Mahomes' mind, he went through the analytics very quickly. Of I have a really good receiver running back running down the sideline. Jonathan Abrams is the only one around him. I, I think majority of the time, 
Daryl Williams is going to come with that ball. I bu- I buy the fact at at the very worst nobody's going to catch it. I and buy that. Their momentum at that point was unstoppable. Yeah, I, I think I because I, football football a lot of sports really are a big momentum game, right? And with how good the defense is playing, how good the the offense was playing, I I think yeah that that no matter I think nine times out of ten it was going to go the, that was going to fall the chiefs way whether it would be a touchdown or whether it be a knockaway something like that right uh, yeah i just, when you look at the ball placement it was legitimately in right. jonathan abram's chest like that's where the placement was but guess was. what jonathan abram didn't catch <laughs> it cuz he sucks he sucks jonathan abram is bad um i think reading <laughs> himself gave up like nine catches for 120 Dude, yards what, and a touchdown i told you <laughs> off the show he's their dan Sorensen. yes like and that's, that's he can make a play every three games. And, and after next season, we're not a Raiders podcast because we hate the Raiders. But I'm real curious because you look through the Raiders' first round picks, and Jonathan Abram is a is a first round pick. They're not on the team anymore. They're not starting. Dude, their 2020 class, holy it, shit, awful, atrocious. And it's like after next season, I think next season is Abram's fourth season. He do you pick up his fifth year option or not? And with how he he plays all he has bad instincts he doesn't play well against the all he pass. does is hit hard he just he hits hard and that's all he does so I'm really curious what that's gonna roll but but yeah so the Raiders game was was awesome to watch because it, it felt really good because I, I think this is a fascinating thing now that Melvin Ingram is clicking now that Frank Clark is officially healthy now that Chris Jones is on fire, now that Jaron Reed is playing next to a healthy Frank Clark, Jaron Reed is on fire. Derek Nottie had some of the best run stops he's had his entire career. I think a Chiefs team where the offense is rolling and the defense can get pressure with four like they did repeatedly against the, the Raiders, that's a dangerous team to watch. That is. And it's like what the Bucs were able to do last year. Exactly. And and I'm I'm so curious to see how, because I, I do think, you know, we'll talk about the Cowboys game here in two seconds, but with the Cowboys, the Cowboys are a good team. I, I don't want to put anything against the Cowboys at all because I love Dak Prescott. Uh, full disclosure, I was raised a Cowboys fan. My dad is still 60-40 a, a Cowboys and fan. as of this, uh, uh, when this comes out, he's he might be at your house right now. He, yeah, he'll, he'll be at my house, and I'm cur- I don't know what he's going to wear, but... <laughs> Uh, but no, but um, I love Dak Prescott. Um, I, I I really like how the defense is playing uh, for the Cowboys. But I still go back to, you look at the the Cowboys' schedule and who they played, and I, they haven't. I mean, they just beat up a bad Falcons team last week. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what good teams are supposed and, to do against. And bad that teams. is what good teams do. But let me let me just walk you through real fast. So the Cowboys are seven and two, which again it. To, it's in this enough. league, <laughs> that is hard to do to win seven games. So let's rock through the regular season real fast. Lost to the Buccaneers first game of season. Won against the Chargers 20-17 in week two. Blew out the Eagles 41-21. Uh, beat the Panthers 36-28. Beat the Char- uh, Giants 44-20. Uh, beat the Patriots in overtime 35-29. Beat the Vikings in 20-16, which the Vikings are playing crazy anyway. Lost thirty to sixteen against the Broncos, which I, that's a game I want to talk about here in a second, and then blew out the Falcons forty three to three. You look at those teams, and like other than Chargers, Buccaneers, Patriots now, but but not, not Patriots a few weeks ago, but 
Patriots are still the same team. They were just figuring things out differently. So That's they what I mean. could have still had flashes. That's what I mean. The, the Patriots had flashes, but now that the Patriots are rolling in week 10 or 11 now, whatever week we're in, I, I don't know, with, with 17 games, it's what crazy. What is time, you know? It's crazy. Now, yes, the Patriots are rolling. And then that Chargers game, which the Chargers are a good team, but the past few weeks, the Chargers have been falling off a little bit of a wagon. And then in week two, that's where teams are still kind of trying to find their identity and trying to get their sea legs underneath them, things like that. And then barely beating the Vikings, that was a Cooper Rush game. Dak Prescott didn't play against the Vikings, mm. right? Um, and then this Broncos game where they they lost 30-16 to 16 in a game that was not close at all, right? I think the, all the Chiefs, uh, I'm sorry, the Cowboys score scores came in the fourth quarter. 16 points came in the fourth quarter. Um, I watched this really interesting video by Brett uh, Coleman, uh, who basically, like everyone was like, how did the Broncos just stop the Cowboys so specifically? And it was this fascinating video about how um, the Broncos defense ran a very simple cover one uh, defense that just short-circuited the Cowboys offense. Couldn't get anything rolling. And the Broncos do have a pretty good defense. Not that that's not to discount what the what the Broncos can do. Well, now that Von Miller's gone. Now that Von Miller's gone, I'm really curious how it's gonna work. But they still have a pretty good defense. And it's it, it's just really interesting to see how now the Cowboys have struggled against the Chargers, the Broncos, the AFC West. Now they're playing the Chiefs. And I'm really wondering what's gonna happen. Because the Cowboys are a fascinating team to watch because they can sling the ball over the field. Um, their offensive line is a little beat up. And then I think their defense takes advantage of just bad teams, which a defense should do. But I don't know, man. You just go back to the games they've they've lost or not looked good in, and teams have been able to score against them. They've just outscored or been outscored, you know, things like that. I don't know, man. I'm just so if, looking ahead to the Cowboys Chiefs. I know you have some thoughts about if it just depends about the because again, it's a very small sample size on this quote unquote good Chiefs team. Right, There's about three games worth of good Chiefs. Even the <laughs> even the Browns game, which you admitted, right. even in the first two or three games, you're still trying to figure out who you are. Right. So I know we beat the Browns, but first game of the season, you know, blah blah blah. So I just if. It depends on which, honestly, which Chiefs team decides. If we have the confidence and and, um, well, everybody said it, the swagger that I got they, my swagger back. Yeah, I got my swagger that back. they have that they had for the Raiders. We're gonna fucking destroy the Cowboys. But if something comes out where where, where it's like we get a turnover early and we lose our minds and start trying to do hail marys every play, and, and that's my thing is against the Raiders we. have what we've been pr- like begging the Chiefs offense to do, we went to shorter intermediate routes. We went to quick throws. We went to a run game that was moving the ball pretty well and then would throw over the top whenever the Raiders just weren't paying attention, right? Which is what we've basically been saying that the Chiefs offense needs to do. Just get into a rhythm of just move the ball down the field very quickly, which is what they did. And then blew the doors off the Raiders when the Raiders were like, okay, we're going to cheat up now. To, to stop that stuff, much like in the Eagles game. That's exactly what they did in the Eagles. Yeah. So uh, there's this big, the, a lot of talk about like, you know, teams, especially specifically the Chiefs offense, doesn't do well against cover two. That that you hear that a lot in the, in the, 
in the world of um, uh, sports talk and radio and blah, 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 you know, sports takes and things like that. And it's not that the Chiefs are bad against cover two. The Chiefs just keep getting in a hole where like Mahomes thinks he needs to do too much. And then suddenly the receivers can't catch the ball. Then we're turning the ball over. And then we have to push, 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 push to move the ball down the field. Which is right? extra frustrating after all of the times I've watched the 2018 right. or the 2019 comeback playoffs where everybody on the sideline is preaching one play at a time. Correct. And it's like, but now you guys are forgetting that. and You think you have to win the game in this play. Yeah. And that's what's bad. I mean, we're... Obviously, we're not Andy Reid. We're not Eric Bieniemy. We're not anyone on the Chiefs. Yeah, we're better than them. We're where we're, co- you can coach better than those guys. It's just so interesting. I mean, going back to we, we've talked to death about this before, but you go back to the the playoff game, the Bills playoff game last year, where like Mahomes was injured. Um, we we didn't have Mitchell Shorts at that time, and it was like, well, how do we beat this really good Bills off or defense? I'm sorry, just RPOs and quick quick passes, and we tore them up up and down the field doing that. And then we got to the Buccaneers game and whatever happened, I blocked it out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then the chiefs just didn't do that, you know, and, and you rewatch, I periodically, I love to rewatch games like that. I rewatched the 2018 Rams chiefs game because it's just a, a wild game. Cause to you're watch. a sadist, right? But you rewatch that Super Bowl, and it, it was a close game up until halftime. And then coming out of halftime, the chiefs just didn't make any adjustments yeah. and felt like they, and, you know, and then you look at you had a, a really good Buccaneers team, often specifically, who recognized, oh, the Chiefs defense is playing to keep up with the Chiefs offense. So if we can overwhelm the Chiefs defense, much like our defense, the Tampa Bay defense is overwhelming the 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 Chiefs offense, we're fine. Yeah. So that's why you see in that you know in the second half specifically. The, the Buccaneers ran a lot of formations to keep guys like Dan Sorensen on the field, to keep guys like Ben Neiman on the field. Because guess what? Tom Brady knew over halftime, we don't want those guys off the field. Yeah. We don't want the Chiefs in packages that are beneficial to them. We want our packages, our formations to be beneficial to us and then them, you know, to because overtake them. any package they run, if they're going against Dan Sorensen, they it would have been better, even they, if it was a one wide receiver right. set. Like, so, But that's just to say, specifically whenever the defense is humming, the offense knows its job, much like you watch that Raiders game. I, I, I think now, and I, I, I hope to the Lord above that the chiefs are now clicking at the right time, because I think that's a big part of it. You know, like, I mean, in in anything, you know, like baseball teams, you hear that all the time. They get streaky, right? Like, the Braves just won the World Series, and they were awful before the the All Star break. Yeah, and then the All Star break all happened, and then finally they got humming and hot and started going. All timing. Maybe that's what the, we're seeing with the Chiefs now. And I think again, I go back to if Mahomes is on fire, that offense is on fire, the defense is playing really fired up and pissed off to show that they can also win games. I don't think anyone can stop them. That's not to say that the Cowboys can't win this game because I, I I do think the Cowboys can totally win this game. They're capable of They're it. They're totally capable of it. But I'm just so interested to see what this Cowboys defense, which is good, but not world beaters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys are built on a really strong offense and a defense that can get a lot of takeaways. And now that the Chiefs aren't doing, Chiefs offense isn't giving the ball away a lot, what's going to happen? 
I mean, again, it's a small sample size. It, it is very small. It's sample. three games, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. I just nah, they're fixed. And again, I've been saying this for nah, weeks. <laughs> been saying this for weeks and weeks. All we got to do is get in the playoffs. We could lose this game and still right. get in the playoffs. So it just, I mean, at a point, we have to stop especially, losing games, especially now. Like I, I think the cow, this game against the Cowboys is a big game. Not, not to decry that because the Chiefs are six and four. If they lose, they're six and five. That's almost five hundred. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird assortment. But if they beat the Cowboys. Not only are they seven and four, but they beat the Cowboys, a team in the NFC. People are like, that offense is out of this world good. And we've been pretty good against the NFC teams so far. We have. So I'm hoping I I I do think this game again. It it depends on which Chiefs team shows up and plays. But I don't doubt that the the if if the same Chiefs team that's been playing the past two or three weeks comes and plays against the Cowboys, the Chiefs will win. Yeah. And last thing on this for yeah, me. Before we move on before another team, too. Uh, There's other NFL things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, a lot of NFL talking heads like to say, oh, week five is whenever you really start to see a team's right. true coach. Week seven's... Re- I think, honestly, it sometimes it can take half the season it can. before you actually see what a team is capable of. Right. Just like the Bucks last year. If you don't remember, they made the wild card. They were not good up until F- they they got beat by the Chiefs in like week nine or ten. And that's when they started. Went like, on their bye. Yep. And that was the whole thing where it came out that Tom Brady set the offense and Bruce Arians down and went, we're going to run the offense my way. Yeah. Because we can win games. I guarantee it if we just calm the fuck down and play uh, football. So we have our bye week next week. Right. Andy Reid's very good coming off the bye. We have a very late bye, which is very good in this longer season. I think that's beneficial season. in this long season, yeah. So we are going to be okay. I know I'm nervous about this game, <laughs> but I think we're going to be okay. So on to more NFL business. Yes. Um, so uh, I, I think it's fascinating watching the Thursday night game uh, two weeks ago now of the Dolphins being the Ravens because now that more has come to light about it, it... it Basically, the the Dolphins, I think it was something like almost 70% of the time, ran a cover zero look and just blitzed the shit out of Lamar Jackson. And the Ravens and Lamar had just no answer at all to what they should do against I don't that. think they ever have. And that, that's, that's something I, I love. I think Lamar Jackson's a great athlete, a fine quarterback. Don't call him a running back. He's not a running He's, back. He'll go off for a perfect game if you call yeah, him correct. a running back. I just think it's fascinating because you watch the game and it's so obvious that uh, Romandel, uh, Greg, Rom- what's their offensive coordinator? It's not Romeo. Greg Cornell. Roman. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's very obvious that their their offense goes through their offensive coordinator and not Lamar, mm, right? Mm, mm. Like you think of Mahomes and Brady and, you know, good quarterbacks Rogers like even. these days. They're constantly calling it protection. They're changing plays. They're getting guys set and things like that. You watch Lamar, the majority of that game, and sure, there's a couple times where he was like, hey, we're going to switch up to a screen real fast. But that was like more often than not, you know, what I mean? or not not that often. You know what I mean? It's just really interesting to watch Lamar in, in a heavy, in a bad situation like that on a short week, sure, but against a Dolphins defense that is just, we're going to kill this guy on national television. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's fascinating to see, but it, it's wild. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm really curious what the Ravens are going to do. Respond to that. We'll talk about next, this upcoming week here in a second, but it, it's just fascinating to watch. Uh, the Titans are, are the best team still in the AFC after beating the saints 
Barely. Barely. Barely beat the fucking Saints. Trevor Simeon, man. The Trevor Simeon-led Saints. He he had some bad... I mean, of course he had some bad throws, right? Right. Even Mahomes has bad throws. But, like, you let Trevor Simeon get you that close? Because that's what it was. The Titans were leading, like, pretty well into the game. And then they let Simeon, like, just have his way with their defense. They did. And and that's that's something I keep saying about the Titans is that after they, like, lost Derrick Henry a few weeks ago, their offense is not winning games. And their defense is getting very lucky with turnovers, players playing bad, or, or facing Trevor Simeon on a on a wild week. Do you know who they play this week? Because, again, whenever they play a complete team, I think... They're they play the s- Texans. See, they're going to fucking destroy the Texans. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know it's a division game, so know, it could be know, a weird game, but I think they're not. getting very lucky on playing a bad division, and then on top of, they're just getting... Uh, and football is a lot of luck. That's not to decry like the way they're playing anything like that. But their offense is not looking good. They're just getting very lucky on the teams they're playing and the in the way their defense is playing. Um, the Browns got blown out by the Patriots, forty-five to seven, in Week Ten. And God, that was that was a wild game to watch because and that wasn't even before the Browns blew or the Patriots blew out the Falcons. And then the Patriots blew the Falcons on Thursday Night Football, but. It's a wild game to watch because, you know, we the game before that, we were, when the Browns played the Bengals, we were like, oh, the Browns don't need Odell Beckham. They're fine. They're then not they, fine. They're not fine. I mean, because Baker's still playing very hurt. Um, their defense is just kind of all over the place. And, you Nick know. Nick Chubb was out, I Nick think. Nick Chubb, I think, yeah, didn't play. Something. Something happened with Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb didn't play. They put, even put Case Keenum at the end of the game. Like, it was bad. It was not a pretty game to watch because I think – the Patriots now that now that Mac Jones is clicking, which I, I love Mac Jones a lot. Now that their defense is lighting like I was on say, fire on Thursday, Mac Jones didn't have to do a lot. He didn't have to do a lot against the Falcons, but I I think now that everyone is on the same page on the Patriots, I think the Patriots are going to be a dangerous goddamn team again. Yeah, it's really frustrating, isn't it? Oh, it's I hate. That's what, remember I said this episodes ago, is that. Tom Brady has only played two seasons without a top 10 defense. <laughs> Bill Belichick knows that. Yeah. He knows I need to give my young quarterback a defense to and stand behind. Bill Belichick is a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. yeah, and you just give him a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over, bam. Right. And he has a game head. Yeah. <laughs> Mac Jones has a game head, man. Right. We had a tie. The Lions tied with the Steelers, which is awful game to watch. Uh, the Washington football team beat the Buccaneers, which we talked about. We did it's talk that could about definitely it. Happen. And that's even with Chase Young getting hurt during that game. Yeah, they still unfo- held it Unfortunately, Chase, Chase Young is, is, I think, now out for the season. It's a torn CL, one of the CLs. One of the CLs. Uh, Panthers beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals looked okay with uh, with Colt McCoy, but now, I mean, everyone is hurting the Cardinals. Like, it's yeah. bad. Um, I think I just read that uh, uh, Kyler Murray still is might not play this week, Yikes. which is really bad. Um, they were our favorites. I know. And I, so are the Rams. And now the, now the Rams are the falling. Rams are God damn. So then looking through, the Chargers lost to the Vikings, which the Vikings are just just a crazy team to watch right now. Because They're just in the league to cause chaos correct. right now. They're just chaos personified, and you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> with these teams. Um, and then the Eagles beat the Broncos, which is just, again, just chaos personified in the AFC. Uh, and then finally, oh, well, two games. Uh, the Packers beat the Seahawks in a game... Russ shouldn't have started that game, man. Russ shouldn't have started that game. Rodgers didn't look good at all, which sure, Rodgers didn't have to do a lot. But you you watch that game, and number one bullet point, 
Russell Wilson should not have played that game. Yeah. He was not ready to be in a cold Lambeau field with a fucked up finger. With a stiff finger. I don't yeah. give a fuck how much PT, physical therapy you do, how much rehab you do on a finger. You're not going to speed up your timetable. And it was very obvious that Russ was not ready to come back on his th- middle finger throwing finger to, to, to play a game. Like, it doesn't matter, man. Like, he shouldn't have played that game. And then on the flip side of the ball, on the opposite side, Rodgers did not look ready to play the game either. Um, because, you know, you look... the earliest at, he came back was Saturday, the day before came, the game. Like, being off 10 days, it showed that he was off for 10 days. Because you look at that and you're like, oh, 17 to nothing. Like, the Packers dominated the Seahawks. The defense did with a bad Russell Wilson. But, man, it was not for lack of trying. The, the, the Packers were trying to move the ball throughout the entire game. I would say normally Rodgers scores more than 17 and, points. And they just couldn't. Yeah. It, it was a wild game to watch. And, and, and man, I'm, I'm really curious what's going to happen this week. But And then Monday Night Football was the, the 49ers at Rams. I think we were pretty sure that – or excited to see what the Rams could do. And the 49ers were just all over. The them. Rams are on bye this week. And yeah. I think that's going to play because the last two games have been real stinkers uh-huh. for the Rams. I'm hoping that this bye week kind of gets them back on track because to me, they still are the favorites in the I, NFC. I would agree with you. It's yep. them and the Bucks. But I mean, some game teams play bad games sometimes. Yep. And, Just two in a row. And they, they played two stinkers in a row where Stafford was giving the ball up, the offense couldn't move the ball. And then whatever deep the, the Titans defense and the 49ers defense was just having their way with them. Yeah, man. Uh, Rams fans close their eyes, open them back up, and they're like, oh, we got golf back? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it was it was crazy. It, Stafford, was, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think he's doing too much. And then I think he, I don't know, whenever you're down that much in the fourth quarter, just take him out. You know, just like, don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't risk him. You shouldn't injury. risk anything. Yeah. But moving on to this week, week 11, uh, Patriots lit up the, the Falcons on Thursday Night Football, which isn't that wild to see. Um, usually Thursday Night Football games are chaos, but this game was basically as we, as we predicted. Um, Chiefs play the Cowboys. We just talked about that. Um, looking through this list, Bills play the Colts in a pretty important AFC game. That one's going to be fun to see if the Colts defense is going to show up again. I, I'm very – because this is a rematch of the playoff game from last year or two years ago, I yeah. think. Yep, last year. Last year, yeah, the, the divisional. The yeah, the, yeah. the divisional. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I'm really curious what this is going to look like because there are times the Colts look fine and then just in the third, fourth quarter just, just fall off a cliff. Yeah. And with the Bills, sure, they beat the Jets last week pretty handily. But this is Jets. Jets. that's what I mean. Everybody like, got excited like about those... Mike. What's his name? And then he threw four interceptions. Yeah, now Joe Flacco. We have Flacco, baby. Is he elite? That's a He's we'll get definitely that next elite. week. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm I'm really curious in this game what the, what the Colts are going to do. It's the Bills or vice versa. Um, then we have Packers playing the Vikings in a big divisional round again. Uh, Vikings uh, could just come in and fuck shit up. They could. Um, and then looking through. Man, uh, Bengals at Raiders. I'm very curious what that's going to look like. Just because Maybe we called the Bengals being the best team in the AFC, I know, and, and now, now they just shit the bed. And I feel so bad. I'm sorry, Joe Burrow. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. And fancy to fancy. No, that that's a uh, Browns. That's Browns. Uh, I'm sorry, whoever the coach of the yeah, Bengals is. Sure, but I, I I hope that the Bengals get back on on the right track, especially against the Raiders. The Raiders are now they've lost two in a row. They don't look good. They have a lot of shit going on. And I think it's a good it's a good game for the Bengals to get back on track. Could be a bounce back. Game. It could be, but because the Bengals are, I hate this for the Bengals because the Bengals are better than what they've been playing. And again, teams have bad games, bad games, bad stretches even. But so. much like the Chiefs last week, 
both the Bengals and the Raiders are five and four. And this is a big AFC uh, implication, I think, because you look at playoff standings right now, and the Bengals are number, Raiders are number eight, so they're the last wildcard team, and Bengals are number nine. So there are eight playoff, I thought there were seven playoff teams. Yeah, there's seven. Yeah. So <laughs> the Raiders are on, on, knocking on the door, looking in. Yeah, the yeah. Bengals have to win this game to to get to where they need to go. Um, then you have Cardinals at Seahawks, which again, I, I have I, I haven't heard anything about if Kyler Murray's going to play anything like that. I and mean, what if, does Russ if, look like? You know, if, Car- if Kyler plays, Cardinals should win that game. I would agree. But I would agree. Who knows? But it's a very big, important. Uh, NFC matchup, especially in that division. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what happens there. And then your your Sunday night football game is Steelers at Chargers. Chargers need to win. Chargers have to win because Steelers are five three and one, and the Chargers are five and four. So again, playoff implications, man. Now that you're not number one in the AFC West anymore, you you got to beat the Steelers when you're, when you're playing AFC or, or the same conference teams that are that close right. to you in record. Now you're talking about tiebreakers yes. and tiebreakers sometimes are what get you into the playoffs. Or sometimes so you have the to biggest win those thing. Games. Yeah. And, and so, so yeah, chargers are the last now they're number seven. They are the last, uh, wildcard team. Um, and then Pittsburgh, I mean, they're battling with Baltimore trying to get into like, right. you know, in their, in their division. So curious what that's going to look like. I, 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 I hope the chargers win because again, I, I like the Chargers a lot. I jo- like Justin Herbert a lot. Um, I guess for as a Chiefs fan, I want the Steelers to win. I, I don't want the Chargers to win. I mean, but as a as a football fan in general, I want yeah. the Chargers. I, I would like the Chargers to win that game. Uh, and then Monday Night Football is Giants at, at Bucks. Bucks should handle. Bucks that. should handle. If the they Giants. don't, then it's time to start looking. <laughs> That's at a the panic button. But I think you're uh, right. because yeah, in in a really good NFC with teams up and down and things like that, the, the NFC is not as chaotic as AFC. Always fucking chaotic, right? Always fucking chaotic. The Bucks have they they will they should win this game. They need to win this game for playoff implications in the NFC. Um, but that's that's basically the week at large. So that's hey, week that's week eleven, baby. That's a good week. That's a good week. <laughs> Tell us about your week. You can email us at debates on fans at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite football team. Uh, we know Ty from who where where in the darn heck is this going? Who's watching these movies and why are they watching them? Uh he always lets us know what's up with his dolphins. So you can let us know on social media at debates on tap on Twitter at debates on pictures on Instagram. Uh, other than that, subscribe, listen to us every Monday. You hear our third host Vargas come in and we talk about a lot of fun stuff, more comedy, more comedy, less sports. I would say, I mean, definitely less sports. That's right. Uh, and then every Wednesday Vargas and I talk about heavy metal on the onslaught. So give that a listen. Uh, anything else? I think that's it, man. Uh, be good to one another. Because there's a lot of crazy shit happening in the world right now, and um, we are not a political podcast, nor are we we like to dive into that shit. Because a lot of time it's just very depressing. But man, just be good to your neighbor, be good to yourself, and just try to put a lot of good in the world. And that's what we got for you. Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs>